So when I was growing up in New York, we had this thing called stick-up kids. And usually stick-up kids were like dudes with backpacks, teenagers with backpacks and like a gun, knife, whatever. But I came across the real stick-up kids one day. This is Story Arcs. I'm Ark. Let's get into it. So back in the day, I guess I was like 18, 19. And I spent a lot of time at nightclubs and stuff like that. That was like the popular thing to do. I guess it probably still is today. And me and my man, Jay, we used to hang out with another dude who I mentioned in one of my previous videos. His name was Gary. May he rest in peace. And the three of us used to go to nightclubs a lot. So we'd hang out, go to nightclubs, mess around with females and things like that. And we used to go to this one club. It was like down on 27th Street and it was famous. I think it was called the Sound Factory. And it was kind of famous because like Madonna would go there and stuff like that. And so we used to always go to this club, never saw Madonna there, but we used to always go to this one club and we had our way of getting there, right? So we, me and, and Jay, we would go, we would catch the, the six train from our neighborhood, get all the way down to the city. And then we catch a cab from the train station, like, I don't know, 34th street, 42nd street, somewhere around there. And it would take us to this nightclub. We'd get out right in front of the club, go inside our club, have a good time on our business. So one day we're like hanging out in the neighborhood and we see Gary and we talk about, yo, so we're going to go to the club? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. And he's like, how y'all getting down there? We're we going to go this way? We told him the way we go. And he was like, nah, man, that's not the way you go. You got to go through the projects, right? And we're like, go through the projects? He's like, yeah, man, save yourself that cab money and just cut through the projects, right? There's some projects there. You cross the street, you at the club. So me and Jay is kind of like, mm, all right, no problem. You know, because like it wasn't like money was abundant. So if you could save yourself a couple dollars. And um, so we go, we catch our train. We go downtown. I remember maybe we got off at like 34th Street or something. But Jay, his father had died right after he got out of prison. And he had a life insurance policy. So Jay, when he turned 18, he got like all this money. Now, mind you, we some kids from the hood, right? So, like, to see five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars, that's like all the money in the world to us. And I don't remember what his settlement was, but it was a lot because he ran out and he spent like three thousand dollars on clothes, right? And he had this coat that he bought. We went downtown to Delancey Street where they had all the shops where they would sell all the leather goods and stuff. And he bought this shearling coat, so it's like sheepskin, like a sheepskin coat, real nice, right? And the coat cost him like $800. And so he buys this new coat. I had, you know, some regular black leather jacket or whatever. And he's wearing that. I'm wearing my leather coat. And it was like nothing else because we're in New York. It's the winter time, right? So it's like January, February. It's cold outside. But, you know, as a New Yorker, you got a coat on, you're fine with the cold. So he's got this shielding on and it's like all white fur. And then it's got like tan colored leather. You know, so it calls your attention from far away, regardless of where you are. Even if it's dark out, you're going to see that coat, you know. So we get off the train and we're walking through these projects. Right. And so the projects had like this huge basketball courts. Right. There was like multiple basketball courts, had like the little paddle ball courts and all this kind of stuff. And we're walking. And, you know, when you grow up in the hood, you're constantly seeing acts of violence, you know what the danger signs are. You know what I mean? So you kind of get like a spidey sense about trouble. At least I did. 
And as we're walking, I get this feeling like somebody's following us, right? I'm looking back and I'm seeing like from across the other side. So imagine if there's this park and then on either side of the park, there's a street. So we're like on one side of the park and this shadow is on the other side of the park. But we see the shadow coming towards us, right? And I'm like, yo, Jay, I think there's some people coming towards us, man. I think there's somebody following us. And he's like, nah, man, you know, whatever. And he's in his conversation. He's saying whatever he's saying. And we keep walking. But I'm like looking over my shoulder, you know, like, yo, I think there's people over there coming our way. Sure enough, there was shadows coming our way. And those shadows, as they got closer to us, they rolled up on us. They came at a point where we kind of like, you know, met and they cut us off. And it's this one dude, average size dude, right? Hispanic cat. And he points a gun at us and he's like, yo, run your stuff, right? Keeping it PG. He's like, yo, run your stuff. He's got this gun pointed at us. And I'm like, yo, man, we ain't got nothing. We ain't got no money. We just going to this club over here. You know what I mean? We ain't got nothing. And he's like, yo, yo, take those jackets off. And from behind him, yo, I kid you not, it was like eight little kids. Right? Like the original stick of kids. It was like eight of them. None of them were over 12 years old. Right. And probably the youngest one was probably like seven or eight. And they're standing next to him, you know, and this guy's pointing his gun at us. And we're there, we're unarmed, we ain't got nobody. We're walking through somebody else's projects, which was a bad idea from the jump, right? And he's pointing his gun, he's like, yo, get that stuff. <laughs> you know, we we running this right now. And so these little kids, man, they got like knives in their hands, you know, they're trying to act all hard. And they going in our pockets. And we're like, yo, 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 yo. And we're like smacking their hands away, you know, when they're trying to go in our pockets. And dude's like, yo, you better let them take your stuff. You know, I ain't playing, whatever. So we're like, all right. We're about to get robbed by some little kids. You know what I'm saying? This is crazy. Or we're going to test and see if my man really got bullets in his gun. If he's got the resolve to do what he's saying he's going to do, you know? So sure enough, Jay's taking off that $800 coat, man. I didn't care about my coat, right? My coat maybe cost two, 300 bucks. It was already a couple years old. But I saw him taking off that coat, and I'm just like, man, you know? Because it was, it was a beautiful coat, cost a lot of money, and it was money that he got from his father dying, you know? So it was painful to watch. And then on top of that, it was embarrassing. It was humiliating to have these little kids, you know, talking at me like I'm a punk and going up in my pockets. So they took whatever money we had. Maybe it was $50 or something. But Jay had money. Like Jay had probably a couple hundred dollars in his pocket. And these dudes, they take our stuff and they jet, you know. So this is like before cell phones. We didn't have no way of calling nobody. There was no cavalry coming, you know. So now we're out there. They tried to take our shoes. And we're like, yo, 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 chill. You can't take the shoes, man. You can't leave us barefoot out here. Like, let's not get crazy. And so they didn't, you know, bother with the shoes or whatever. Because I guess, you know, the whole time factor, they didn't want to be out there all day robbing us. They took off. They're like laughing. You know, they're all happy with their victory. And me and Jay are standing out there in the middle of the street looking at each other like, did this really happen? You know, but Jay's upset. And then on top of that, Jay had a brother who was like, a legit thug, you know what I mean? Like a serious dude you had to respect on the street. So now he had to go home and tell his brother that he got robbed. But of course he wasn't going to tell him that he got robbed by a bunch of little kids, but he was going to have to tell him that he got robbed. And then his brother was going to want to come down to Manhattan from the Bronx and be looking to shoot people. You know what I mean? So it was like a whole thing. So then we walk out to the Avenue. At that point, we have no interest in going to the club. We ain't even got money to get into the club. And it's probably like, 15 degrees outside. So we're freezing. And I remember having 
just a button down shirt and my slacks on, right? And no t-shirt at, not even a t-shirt underneath my shirt. So I'm freezing. And we see this cop car. We're like flagging down the cop car, right? So now imagine you got these two Puerto Rican kids flagging down a cop car inside the cop car, bunch of white dudes. And they look at us like, yeah, can we help you? And we're like, yo, we just got robbed. You know, we're cold, blah, blah, blah. They're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got robbed where? Right here? And we're like, yeah. They're like, okay, that's this precinct up this way. And then they just drove off. They just left us there. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, this is crazy. So then me and Jay had to walk like a mile and a half to go to where they told us that this precinct was. We get to the precinct and we go to like the desk sergeant and we're like, yo, we just got robbed. And they're like, where'd you get robbed at? And we tell them, oh, it was down here, you know, whatever, 28th Street, 27th Street. And like 27th and 11th, this and that. And they're like, yeah, there's like, no, that's the other precinct, which was the precinct that was on the cop cars of the dudes who didn't choose to help us, you know? So long story short, when people think about, you know, the interactions that people from the hood have with police and how there's no trust, these are part of the reasons why, you know what I mean? And so we walk out there freezing, we get to the police precinct, we tell them what happened, they're like, look, we can give you a token so you can get back on the train and go home. And we were like, all right, fine. So they get a cop and he takes us down to the train station, puts us on the train, and we went home in shame. And those were the real stick-up kids.